Hi, and welcome to this audio edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hansen. On this program, we discuss polygamy and Mormon fundamentalism from a biblical Christian perspective. We talk about the history of polygamy, its modern-day fruit, share stories from people who have escaped polygamy, and talk about current events relating to polygamy. You can learn more about the video edition of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. And now, here's Doris. A few weeks ago, we mentioned that we had received information that polygamist Tom Green had applied for uh, for and had been accepted in membership of the Kingston yeah. Polygamy Group. I, I'm sure you remember that. Yeah. So in case some of our viewers aren't familiar with who Tom Green is, we thought that we'd kind of give you a bit of background information about him. Of course, you can always Google polygamist Tom Green and discover for yourself what he was all about. He was convicted in 2001 on four counts of bigamy and one count of criminal non-support. And then in 2002, he was convicted of one count of child rape. He had married the 13-year-old stepdaughter, Linda Green. He was just doing what Joseph Smith did, right? I know. (laughs) So he was married to both a mother and her daughter. He did that in the name of God. Yet God said that a man is not supposed to marry both a mother and her daughter, and we have some scriptures. Yeah, Leviticus eighteen seventeen: Do not have sexual relations with both a woman and her daughter. Do not have sexual relations with either her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter. They are close. They are her close relatives. That is wickedness. And from Leviticus twenty fourteen, it says: If a man marries both a woman and her mother, it is wicked. And Deuteronomy 27:23 says, Cursed is the man who sleeps with his mother-in-law. So the, he's, he's approached it from all the angles yeah. there. Maybe that's why they don't like the Bible, because the Bible calls the things that they do wicked and evil. Yeah. Obviously, polygamists don't understand the seriousness of what God has said here. But to brag and preach that they are doing God's will is just another level of thumbing their noses at God's word and then concocting their own ideas of God's will. Linda Green, the young daughter that he married, later became his legal wife when her mother left him. Mm. He was released from the Utah State Prison after completing a six-year sentence. One of his ex-plural wives asked when, when he was up for parole, he, they, she asked for a condition of his parole that he could not spend time with their children because she feared that he would teach them her views about marriage and she didn't want them indoctrinated by him. Of course, he denied he would ever do that, but I've (laughs) never met a polygamist who did not teach his children about polygamy. It's been years since he was released and he hasn't been much in the news since that time, but he obviously hasn't changed his thinking because he and his polygamous family asked for membership in the Kingston Polygamy Group. And there's a little more current information that I have, but as it comes forward, and if it's relevant, of course, we'll let our viewers know what develops from this. Now, when the leader of the Kingston Polygamy Group began teaching that Kingston should start marrying each other, he admitted that his incest plans would produce birth defects and other problems. He called them mistakes, but he said, the mistakes are worth the results. He was intent upon breeding a super race through incest, claiming that Kingston blood was the purest on the planet because the Kingstons are from the polygamy bloodline of Jesus Christ. Well, this man was crudely mistaken. 
we have more to say about this a little bit later. But first, the Kingston clan has been designated as a hate group that mixes incest and white supremacy with old-fashioned capitalism. Yeah. Now, there's a long and detailed article about this from the webpage address that's on your screen. And by refer referencing this article, we're, we are not stating agreement with everything that the webpage represents, but the article is by itself, as far as I can tell, accurate. Mm. And I read through it, and we're going to be quoting some quotes from it. It has some excellent quotes from former members of the Kingston clan. Mormonism, beginning with Joseph Smith, has been plagued with numerous false prophecies about the end of the world. End times, yeah. Polygamy groups have jumped into the fray, and many have had their own false prophecies, dreams, and visions, and so on about the part their polygamy will, group, will their polygamy group will play in the end of the world scenario. We quote. Yeah, this is from this hate watch. Ex-Order members tell of a reputed church prophecy of an end-of-the-world war, an apocalyptic vision that foresees a bloody race war with the Kingstons as the ultimate victors, chosen by their Heavenly Father to rule the world for a millennium. Whoa! <laughs> now, much to the surprise of the Kingston elitist, elitist group think, it is Jesus who's going to rule and reign on the earth, not the Kingstons. And this is important to know, and it's also nice to know that God doesn't show favoritism, right. but the Kingstons do. So it's a good thing they're not ruling. Uh, and, and, you know, they taught this same exact thing when I was there. was taught exactly the same thing, and that was a lot of years ago. That they would reign during the millennium? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it sounds like they're still teaching it. They believe that when everyone on the planet is blowing each other up, that there will only be a few people who survive, and then among, and of course, among the survivors will be the righteous people from the Kingston clan members. And they will then, the, all these Kingstons are going to go into the cities and the towns that have been um, emptied, and they're going to take all the riches and the fine houses and plunder the assets of the dead. And then they will rule and reign in the millennium. And rightly, the article expresses huge doubt on the possibility of their dreams of world dominion becoming a reality. They call it delusional, on which we wholeheartedly agree. And certainly their ideas do not parallel or complement what the Bible teaches. As with all of the kingdoms within Mormonism, lying for the Lord is a revered practice. And we've talked before about how we were coached on how to lie to authorities if we were ever questioned about our home life. Well, the article records what a spokesperson for the Kingston Group said about their racism teachings, especially <laughs> especially obvious that they're still lying for the Lord sure. in his answer. We quote, yeah, Kent Johnson, a spokesman, claimed that the order's foundational principles include the golden rule and that the church rejects any form of racism or bigotry. We directly condemn in action and in words racist, homophobic, or hateful actions against any group or individual, Johnson wrote. Well, he can deny their racist teachings until the millennium, but I know what I was taught. Sure. And there are dozens of ex-members who were also taught extreme racist beliefs, just as the early Mormons taught it, yet still deny they taught it. For instance, we yeah. quote. This is from Brigham Young Papers. If there was never a prophet or apostle of Jesus Christ spoke it before, I tell you, this people that, that, that are commonly called Negroes are the children of old Cain. I know they are. 
again to the subject before us as to the Negro man-bearing rule. Not one of the children of old Cain have one particle of right to bear rule in government affairs from first to last. They have no business there. This privilege was taken from them by their own transgressions, and I cannot help it. What the Gentiles are doing, we are consenting to do. He's referring to the evil abolitionist effort going on in the U.S. at the time. What are we trying to do today is to make the Negro equal with us in all of our privileges. My voice shall be against it all the day long. I shall not consent for one moment. Oh, I wonder what we... Brigham Young. <laughs> yeah. wonder what Brigham Young would have done if he'd been alive when Obama became president. He would have yeah. <laughs> probably turned over in his grave when it yeah. happened, right? right? You know, we can't make this stuff up. It, it, this is genuine Mormon history. And the polygamy groups practice the teachings of their early Mormon church fathers, like this one, which does include racism and, of course, polygamy. And racism remains in the Book of yeah, Mormon. It's still there. It's, uh, I don't know how they can take that out. <laughs> but their continued denial just can, merely proves that they remain dishonest. So how can we trust them with anything? The article records a comment made by Carl Kingston. He's an attorney and member of the Kingston Group and a practicing polygamist. He warned about the curse of Ham. If you have as much as one drop of that blood in your veins, you're cursed from holding the priesthood. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, so they he, didn't follow the Spencer W. Kimball thing in 1978, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it just proves that they're not the church. Yeah. He's, he, of course, and he's merely echoing, again, what Brigham, Brigham Young taught. Sure. The, the polygamy groups do embrace the early Mormon teachings of racism. The article relates an experience that a former member had while attending her polygamy group Sunday school class. <laughs> When she was 12, her Sunday school teacher coming into class with a bucket of water and a vial of black food coloring, the teacher added a drop of dye to the water, and the children watched as the blackness slowly spread. The teacher was like, you can never get that out. That is always there now. So that's what, what they teach example. about intermarrying with um, outsiders. Now, the yeah. founder of the Kingston clan, which is also known as the Order, by the way, when you see the Order, it's referring to the United Order of the Kingston Group. The founder was Eldon Kingston, and he claimed that he saw Jesus in the mountains above their family home in Bountiful, Utah, and was told to create the Order, organize it, which is based on the United Order that both Joseph Smith and Brigham Young aspired to, wow. but they failed. Yeah. A former member said this, Eldon, as he was also known, had five wives and 17 children. Eldon also instituted the church law of one above the other, requiring members blind obedience to the church's hierarchy. Brother Eldon died of penile cancer in 1948, despite the best efforts of some family members to burn away the cancer using acid. Eldon had predicted that he would be resurrected from the dead, so clan members kept his body on ice for three days to no avail. Now this shows you some of the weird things that they do and believe in about medicine and diet and so on yeah. in the Kingston group. This is just a little bit. And of course regarding the cause of the death of this man, there's a whole lot of stuff that I could say, but I'll be nice and not say it, except that poetic justice sometimes <laughs> yeah. does prevail. Yeah. Well, after he died, his brother, Ortel Kingston, took the helm. 
And it was him, it was he who brought their religion into an expanding business empire, much like the Mormon church has done yeah. with their religion. And mm -hmm. the Kingston group is very, very wealthy. It's estimated to be worth almost a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. And most of it is built on the backs of poverty-stricken, slave-like driven polygamy group members. Ortel Kingston had 13 wives, and his seven sons from his legal wife are now the ones who run the religious business, the religion and the business affairs. We have another quote about Ortel Kingston. A stern disciplinarian who in later years looked and dressed like a mortician, mm -hmm. Ortel made incest a tenant of the clan's faith, informed by his work breeding Holstein cows on the Kingston's dairy farm. In order to maintain his family's superior bloodlines, Ortel married and had children with two of his half-sisters and two nieces. He orchestrated all unions within the cult, which was maintained with classic mind control techniques, corporal punishment, fasting, and bizarre dietary practices. Ortel died in 1987, but his progeny continued the polygamy, the inbreeding, and the marriages to young female teens that he instituted. Now, he was the leader that wow. I grew up under. He was really? still the leader when I left, yeah. So you knew him. He was weird, yeah. <laughs> anyway, when he died in 1987, it was his son, Paul Kingston, who took over the leadership and is the current leader of the group. Reports are that he has at least 27 wives and over 300 children, and I've heard... I've heard over 33 wives and over 350 children. Oh my um, he's taken half-brother or half-sisters, cousins, and nieces for his own wives. Now, even though incest is a third-degree felony in Utah, authorities in Utah do not address the problem of incest in the polygamy groups, but they are well aware that the incest is going on. Hmm. The Kingston group is a white supremacist polygamy group. In fact, they are a white Kingston supremacist polygamy group favoring Kingston bloodline and the Kingston name. They were dogmatic that members do not associate with black people or anybody of a different race. They believe the early Mormon doctrine teachings that blacks suffer from God's curse on Cain and on Ham, which are, by the way, gross misinterpretations of Old Testament passages. We have another quote. This is tough. Black blood was the worst thing you can have particularly since the King Kingstons consider themselves to be the whitest of the white, descended directly from Jesus Christ and King David. Now, did you notice that he's direct? They, they acknowledge that he is yeah. from King David. But they are biblically illiterate, obviously not knowing that King David's great-grandmother was a black woman from Moab. Yeah. They don't even know their own biblical history or what they're talking about. There, there are consequences of course, resulting from generational incest. Although the group tries to keep most of the birth defects secret, mm. information does come out. Another quote. Accounts of clan babies being born with congenital defects and other problems abound, including dwarfism, albinism, and children born minus fingernails or without genitals. Home births and the frequency of miscarriages and stillborns among the Kingstons have led to macabre legends of dead infants 
buried in Kingston backyards. Ooh. Now, the article calls uh, calls them legends of dead infants buried in backyards, but they're not just legends. Mm. This is a very secretive polygamy group where there is no outside rule of law. The people do whatever the group, group leaders tell them to do because they know they can get by with it, and they have been, and they do. They get by with it, all the while claiming it is God who tells them to do what they've been doing or what they're doing. In the article, a question was asked, why don't these stillbirths and deformities and infant deaths cast the light of truth on Kingston eugenics? We quote their answer. <laughs> Something along the lines of, to build a superhuman, if you have four or five defects to get the one good one, it's worth it, he recalled because that, that one is going to be a genius level purity, and that's what the order is looking for. Tells you what Ooh. their focus is, their, yeah. their mind think, it's group think too. And as we've already said, they believe and teach that the Kingston bloodline is super clean, pure white, and spiritually spectacular. Now, these aren't made up. This is from an article on this webpage and, and from testimonies of people who have left. I was raised with this stuff. I know, so you know I true. know that I was taught this stuff. But the Kingston family genealogy tells a different story. The Kingstons of the Kingston clan are not really from the true Kingston bloodline. There was a rusty nail in the woodpile a few generations back, so their alleged blue blood Kingston status is not really all that royal. This is how it goes. The Kingstons have been claiming they are from the royal bloodline of Jesus Christ, so intermarrying with each other protects the bloodline and will breed super smart, super loyal, super humans. But let's go back to 1796 when a little girl was born in England and her name was Anne Speechley. Anne grew up and married a man by the name of Thomas Kingston. Anne gave birth to twin boys on March 1, 1829. They were named Charles and Frederick Kingston. But her husband, Thomas Kingston, was not the twin boy's father. Thomas Kingston, uh, they claim that he died before she had this fling. The boys were sealed to Thomas Kingston, wow. but he did not sire them. Their natural blood father was a man by the name of John Bull. Now, Anne had a sexual fling with John Bull, supposedly after her husband died. The genealogical record says this. Frederick Kingston is born over a year after his father, named in the records as Thomas Kingston, died. Some genealogical records have been done, and the real father to Frederick was a man named John Bull. Anne decided to give him the name of a former husband because she had never had a significant relationship with John Bull. Frederick also had a twin brother named Charles who was killed by a man who employed them as servants. So only Frederick survived. Now I've got all these pages here. Um, we didn't copy them to put them on the screen, but they're all from the genealogy, the genial, gen, that word, <laughs> on their website. And it has all the records there. I went through it and studied it and looked it out. So they're not really Kingstons. Kingston. No marriage John took Bull. place between... Uh, Anne and John Bull, and her name wasn't Kingston anyway. Her name was Speechley. Her husband was the Kingston. Her twin boys carried the Kingston name of the deceased husband, but he wasn't their father, so 
they're not Kingstons. And it was a year after he died. It was died. a year after he died, according so to he, the genealogy. He wouldn't have been the father. So sure. we have a chart that we made up that we want to put on the screen. John Bull fathered Frederick, but Frederick was given the name Kingston. Frederick fathered Charles Kingston, born in 1856. Charles Kingston sired C.W. Kingston, born in 1884, and I knew that man. C.W. Kingston sired Charles Eldon Kingston, born in 1909, and he was the one who started the Kingston Polygamy Group in 1935. Wow. J.O. Kingston was the brother of Eldon, who took over the leadership when Eldon died. Paul Kingston is J.O.'s son, who became the leader when his father died and is the current leader today. Yet all this time, the Kingston clan has claimed to be a special bloodline, but it was John Bull who sired this family. The truth is out. When genealogy is researched, it turns out that the Kingstons are really just a lot of bull. <laughs> Another facet of the Kingston group is that it's very concerning in their ownership of Desert, Desert Tech, a company called Desert Tech, which is a Utah gun manufacturing company. Another quote from the article. They produce sniper rifles and so-called bullpup rifles. These specialty firearms can cost anywhere from 2500 to 8000 each. Desert Tech and its rifles have been featured on Fox News, Mythbusters, Daredevil, and The Blacklist, among other TV shows. The company has sold weapons with the approval of the U.S. state government, two governments in Europe and the Middle East, Saudi Arabia being one. Now, that would be a highly lucrative business to uh, have, yes. wouldn't it? it, it guns it, in the Middle East? Guns, <laughs> yeah. Anywhere. Um, now, they claim that they haven't received any big United States government contracts, really? uh, but their spokesman said they would love to. I'm sure they would love to. There would be sure. big money in that. But uh, and the U.S. State Department had no comments, negative or verify or deny these claims. But that really concerns me that yeah. these polygamists who are anti-government and racist and yeah. racist are in the, the weapons yeah. uh, industry. It's uh, manufacturing, actually. Hmm. Um, so we put all these things together and we find that they claim they're not racist, but they are. They claim that they're from Jesus' bloodline, but Jesus, by the way, wasn't even married, so how could he be? Uh, they be from the Kingston bloodline, but really it's another man who, fought, who sired uh, the Kingstons, current Kingstons, or the, at least this family line of the Kingstons. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with... Um, a child given the name of the father if they adopt him into the family and so on. But the whole trouble is they're not telling the truth. <laughs> do they know that? I mean, do they? Yeah. They, they know. Yeah, the they know it. So they know there's it. this John Bull out there. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they know it. I, I, okay. I've read a few articles about some comments and conversations they've had. Mm -hmm. But another thing that came out, um, which I don't have genealogy to verify, but the mother of the Kingston boys did some genealogy supposedly did some genealogy on her background and found out that she's from the South and she's got Negro blood also in her oh bloodline. <laughs> um, and that kind of upset everybody, wondering why Paul is head of the church if he's got black blood in him. Um, and so he said that Jesus made all that black blood white, so he's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and now this, you know, Cleaned you don't make this stuff no, up. It, no, it's really what happens. We have a quote uh, from a former member uh, who left the Kingston group as an adult 
And he remarked as he looked back on his memories from his childhood and seeing them now through his adult non-member eyes, he has no handicap of the mind-controlling understanding that he had when he was still in the group. But on social media, he made a remark about that. And again, he uses the word order, which is referring to the United Order that the Kingston groups, uh, the Kingston, all the polygamy groups believe yeah, this in. This is fascinating. Looking back at it, as an adult, I'm able to pick up on details I noticed as a child but didn't understand. The many mothers without husbands trying to care for all of their kids. The scent that permeates every single order square foot. The kids with bruises crowded and packed into every tiny crevice they could fit into so they could be part of a Sunday meeting. Things I then wrote off as normal have been realized as signs of abuse and a very sad state of affairs. It made me wonder, does anyone else ever go back through their memories as an outsider and gain a new perspective on them? And that was his reminiscence, yeah. you know, looking back looking after back you leave, an and then all, you can see it with clear eyes and a clear mind yeah. and of reality. Well, and he said that he just figured that was normal. Yeah. <laughs> it is normal. The, the way we do it. That's when that's it. all you know. The, yeah. the only reason Mormons stay Mormon is because they don't know anything else and they won't look into it. But if they did, they wouldn't stay Mormon. Same with polygamists. Yeah. The, when you're born and raised in it, that's all you know. Yeah. And, and, you know, they don't keep you isolated, but for a very wise reason. Because if you're not isolated, you're going to learn something. Yeah. Well, and that's what, I mean, Mormon, mainstream Mormonism is, you know, Joseph Smith's Eighth Article of Faith. Don't look at the Bible because it's not translated correctly. And only look at ours. Mm -hmm. Follow the prophets. Listen to them. So you're in a tight, controlled environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And polygamy is just another level to Another that. level of it. Yes. Which is basically the same as early Mormonism. It, it, just, yeah. it just hasn't progressed. And you uh, have progressed. to live it to get to God. You have to live it to get to God. <laughs> live it in a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, another thing that they would do, we talked about the, <clears throat> the end of the world uh, and what the Kingstons, you know. Yeah. But, but they would tell us, if you're a member of the Kingston group, you're going to be part of the, of the crowd that is going to be able to plunder uh, all of the right. dead people's homes and assets and everything <laughs> and take their gold and silver. They, they, they had their gold that they wanted. You know, their, their focus was money. They love money. And um, they would, but they would say, you have to be a good order member or you won't even get that far. Mm. So you could be part of the group, but if you're not good enough, you're not going to be able to even get that far. They want you close to the, close to the program, so when the end end of the world comes, that you'll be part of the. Yeah, and, the, and it's just rewards. another guilt trip. Yeah, the, yeah, rewards, the rewards, another guilt trip to yeah. stay uh, loyal to the membership <laughs> and to the group leadership and to obey and Amazing. do what they say. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, we brainwashed people really do not know that they're brainwashed. They have to get away and unlearn a mm. lot of stuff and replace it with truth uh, before they can even know that they have been brainwashed. So that's some more news on the Kingston, Kingston Group. group. Mm -hmm. So Tom Thank Green's you. trying to, is that okay to do that? Uh, oh, yeah. They, they have to apply yeah. for membership. They have to pay for it, too. They don't mm. get in free. They've oh. got to pay big money for it. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay, thank you. You know, no one is born a Christian. That's why Jesus said we must be born again. Obviously, being born again has nothing to do with human bloodline, but is when the Holy Spirit gives us a new heart and makes a difference in our lives here and for eternity. Obviously, being of Kingston bloodline or bull blood or any other bloodline makes no difference to God. He repeatedly says there's no favoritism with him. End of story. No favoritism. So being a Kingston or a polygamist or a Mormon or any other human label doesn't impress God at all. His measuring line is, what have you done with Jesus? And if Jesus is not your all, your everything, your Savior and your Redeemer, you've lost everything. Your bloodline means nothing here and will mean even less in eternity if you die without Jesus. This has been the audio podcast edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? This program is a production of A Shield and Refuge Ministry and Main Street Church of Brigham City. You can view current and past video episodes as well as download audio episodes of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance in leaving a polygamous situation, please contact us. We are here to help. All of our contact information can be found at shieldandrefuge.org or call us at 877-425-9993. If you have any questions or comments about this or any of our other programs, we'd love to hear from you. Write us at email at whatloveisthis.tv. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again.